knows nothing can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness and your heart will grow even stronger. Good tidings, everybody, and welcome to the Answer Report podcast. This is episode number 42 of the Answer Report podcast. Oh. Oh, yeah. Or as Stitch would say, oh. <laughs> uh, joining me today is my brother, Jason, as Hello. always. And I am I'm Michael. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Um, we are the known as Spike. I want to I want to comment on something according to Chartable, which is a it's a website that keeps charts on podcasts or something. I don't know. I signed up for it a long time ago. Like I get pings the rank of your it, yeah. Of your we podcast. were ranked the seventy first video game podcast in America on November second. Wow. We promptly then dropped down to two twenty four on November fourth. <laughs> but seventy first is our highest ranking yet. We will we have, hold that. We we will take that. So thank you to everybody who's been listening to the podcast. Uh, it's it's been y'all the realist. I mean, we're coming up close on our anniversary. On on uh, I believe January fifth was the first day we posted a podcast. I could wow. be wrong. It, it's one. It's early January. A couple weeks before Kingdom Hearts three was released. Is Some of y'all been listening for a, almost a year. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I know. And we've missed two or three weeks in there, but we've also done bonus episodes. Right, so I think right. we're going to end up around 56 podcasts by the time the year Damn. comes around. So that's exciting. Uh, I, I, I don't know what we're going to do for our year anniversary. Holy shit. Should we do something special? Well, we had the... Uh, the, the, the Was it 500 subs or 1K subs goal or whatever? Yeah, we're not hitting that. Yeah, right, right, right. But like, <laughs> like we had that thing where I was like, okay, we'll play through a game. Yeah, we're 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 not hitting that unless something mm. uh, in the next month or so mm. goes pretty crazy. Because we're at five sixty three on YouTube. I don't right know, now. dude. With the algorithm, it's like most people, most people don't do the steady grind. They just kind of hit something and then it just. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. There, there's viral, but I don't think anything we're doing is going to be viral. Dude, we are viral. We. We are viral. I have I've a viral seen, infection. Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen your room. It's viral in there. There's, I've been sick. There's some toxicity they can in probably, there. They can probably tell I'm fucking sick. Yeah, you sound a little under the weather. It's yeah. it's that time of year here in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, where the weather gets a little chillier, and you tend to get some cold action going. Yeah. Um, if only Donald would heal you. I didn't really talk yesterday because my throat hurt so bad. And I His wanted to be so able. Bad. I wanted to be able to do the podcast. Yeah, because then if he's not here for the podcast, you got me sitting in it's a room solo, talking dolo. to myself, and that's. <laughs> whew, I don't know if you've seen any let's plays I've done like that. You probably haven't. <laughs> Judging by the numbers on the ones where I did by myself, <laughs> you probably haven't. But if you have, I'm sorry. Anyway, we are uh, spiraling out of control already in this episode. Today we got a few things to talk about. We have question of the month, which we're doing right now. For the winner, the winner of the question of the month receives a beautiful Marluxia statue as made by Blue Kingdom Customs. Uh, we're, we're, we're having a picture put up on the Discord pretty quick here of that. And also, I'm tweeting it out so we get more people to try and enter the contest. All you got to do to enter the contest is go to our question of the month channel on our Discord and tell us one thing you would like to see in King, the next Kingdom Hearts game. Just one thing. Just it could be anything. You could say, I want Goofy to swear... 
Let Goofy say fuck. Yeah, let Goofy say fuck. Uh, <laughs> you can you can say whatever you want. Just one thing that you want in the next Kingdom Hearts game. You just go on our Discord, like I said in the question of the month channel. We'll talk about the answers we've gotten so far later. Uh, we'll also have our secret answer report report. Oh yeah. I got confused a little bit last week and called it the secret reports, but it's the secret answer report. The secret reports come later because not all the secret reports are written by one person. Right. But before we get to all that, we this is this has been quite a a journey for us. This trifecta episode of talking about the damn guardian, okay? <laughs> talking about the mother, the motherfucking guardian, all right? And um, without without asking, we didn't we didn't put up the bat signal, the the secret report signal, the Mel signal. We didn't do that. But she came to our, our, our need. She came anyway. She came to our aid about the Guardian. Because clearly we're idiots and we are very confused. And when I read this, I was like, I'm such a dummy. How could I forget forgotten this? So let's read what Mel says here. Okay, I'll try to address the whole Terra and Guardian thing. Here's an excerpt from this Ultimania interview translated by the Eternal Lord and God Gold Planner. Panner. Gold Panner, not Planner. Sorry. A question about Terranort. Ansem and Zen, this came from the splitting of Terranort. Does that mean that when they were defeated in KH1 and KH2, Terra was revived along Master Xehanort? And this is what Nomira says in the interview. By all rights, Terra should have been revived as himself at that point in time. However, his heart was still in the clutches of Xehanort, and it was unable to go back. And the shell of his body was the only thing that revived. Then Xehanort brought the heart of Terranort from the past and put it in that shell of a body he once controlled. That makes sense to you. So he basically put Terranor in the shell. Like past Terranor is in the shell of Terra that was revived when Ansem and Zenus were killed. Okay, okay. Does that okay. make sense? And then the next question was: From when was Terra's heart inside the Guardian? And Nomira says, Terra and Xehanort's hearts were eternally struggling against each other within Terranort. This process meant Terra's heart was caught constantly moving back and forth from its original position to the Guardian. Okay. This is from Nomir himself. So Mel, Mel's going to explain it to us, though, because Jason's got his eyes are glazed Mom, over. I'm like, uh, and it's not just because he's sick. He, 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 uh, he, he's just staring at me blankly. So Mel goes on. OK, so if Terra was the Guardian itself, we would have these problems. Did Sora kill Terra in KH1 when you defeated Ansem? Is Terra in KH3 and onward just a time traveler from the past with current Terra dead? Are there multiple Guardians? But there are two crucial things that Nomura should have spelled out in-game, and hopefully he will in remind. One, Terra is not the Guardian. The Guardian was holding Terra's heart inside as a prisoner. And okay. like Terra took over. Nomura said above, this process meant Terra's heart was caught constantly moving back and forth from its original position to the Guardian. So Terra was trying to fight back all these years, which is why we could see Terra talking to Aqua in 0 0.2. Right. Two, I don't think the Guardian is a time traveler itself, but it can still be summoned by time travelers like Zayn or like Terranor and Ansem Seeker of Darkness. Notice that after we restore Terra, the Guardian does not appear in the battle of Ansem, Zenus, and young Xehanort. This tells us that there are not multiple Guardians because of time travel, but rather there is one Guardian, a being of the present, who could still be summoned by past Ansem Seeker of Darkness and past Terranor. This would also imply, though, that in KH1, we only killed Ansem Seeker of Darkness and the Guardian itself survived. It's a weird thought, but it'll explain why we didn't kill Terra along with it 
why Terra, why the Terra we resurrected was not a past version, and why there are not multiple Guardians in KH3. Mm, okay, okay. So that all makes sense. And I was so dumb because we were talking about this, and I was like, I forgot that Ansem had the Guardian when he bodied uh, Hainer. Yes. Right? Even though it's your... You know, it's the background on my computer of Hainer getting bodied because it's my favorite thing ever. <laughs> Mid throw. Mid throw, yeah. I, I, Hainer's just getting, getting absolutely bodied. Yeeted. Uh, yeeted, for lack of a better term. And so I'd forgotten that. And then I was like, but because I, I was like, oh, he doesn't have it at all in Cage 3. Because I was thinking of that boss fight where he doesn't have it. But then I didn't think of the fact that, oh, that's right, we freed Terra already. So why would su- su- Sucker Dicks, I wanted to call him Sucker Dicks for some reason, <laughs> Secret Darkness. Why did he not have the Guardian? I'm stupid. It's because we freed him already. Why? Yeah. How could he have the Guardian? Right. But it does, it, but her explanation then kind of puts some amb- ambiguity ambiguity on that because he could the Guardian could still exist without Terra's heart. Yeah, yeah. So it's either that. He so we is must the, have destroyed the Guardian when we freed Terra. So he is the Guardian. If um, the Guardian didn't die, so like he's been the Guardian the whole time, and we didn't kill him in KH1, and so that's why he's not a time traveler, but he can be summoned by them because he's connected to both of them. And then when we like freed him, they can't summon him anymore, and that's why he's not past Terra. He he, he knows. Well, what's but been she going was saying on. that he's not the Guardian. His heart was just trapped in the Guardian. That's that's she's she's not saying he's the guardian. She's saying his heart because Nomura says his heart went back and forth between Terranor and the guardian. Oh, and the guardian. I thought it was Terranor and and Ansem. No, Terranor and the guardian. So he's not the guardian, but his heart is there sometimes in the guardian. That the first part is a fact because Nomura said it. The second part is her speculation on it that. He uh, is it like that when we freed Terra that got rid of the Guardian. Hey, man. I don't know. I, we're There's going still by, some plot we're, holes. We're go, right. We're going by what Daddy Nomura says, though. And Daddy Nomura said that his heart goes back and forth between the two, which means that the Guardian exists without his heart. So, like, we would have had to have killed the Guardian. But, like, we don't kill the Guardian. Right. Like, he just he just takes his his cloth off his face and shit. And then, well, don't we unlock the Guardian? I'm trying to remember how that scene goes exactly. Yeah, I'm not sure. He takes his, he takes the bandage off his crusty mouth, goes, <laughs> and dust comes out. Yeah, and he goes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you knew I was gonna do that yeah, the moment yeah. we talked about it. Uh, and then he's like holding him, right? Doesn't he restrain Terranort? Yeah. And then Sora unlocks Terranort's heart to allow Terra to go in. Yeah. Like know. he removes. Hmm. I don't know, dude. You know what? We got to watch this cutscene right now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We just watched the footage. A couple things that happened there that I thought were interesting. Uh, first of all, to paint the picture for you guys, Terranort has everybody in chains, and he's ready to drop Aqua and Ventus high up in the sky, like at least 20 feet. I don't know. I feel like it's higher than twenty feet. Yeah, it was, it was like as tall. To... It was as tall as those like fucking walls. Okay, thirty feet. Sorry. Not to like forty. Mm, I don't know. It really depends how tall Sora is. Yeah, that's true. We know, Who and knows? we we what we need is we need Lexius to stand there because we know he's seven <laughs> foot nine, and <laughs> he might he might be above the wall standing there. He's that tall. Anyway, he's like the Attack on Titan. Right, your strength. He's like climbing <laughs> over the wall, <laughs> or no, he'd be silent, completely silent, yeah. climbing over the wall because he's never Everyone's voice actor. Everyone's terrified, right? Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, so he's about to drop them. The guardian zooms in out of nowhere, Peter Pan style. Yeah, catches both of them, sets them down nicely, breaks the chains. Terranort turns behind him like, oh. <gasps> Like, he's supposed to be standing behind him, because that's what the Guardian does. Right. How? You almost fell to die. And then he gets grabbed by the Guardian. Right, by, on his face. He not his- you almost. You you fell to dark. Like, saying you fell to darkness yeah. is what I'm assuming he was going to say. Right. Which is something I forgot about. Then while holding him, he rips off the bandage. <laughs> and then, like, yeah. repeats his last Re- line. Repeats his last line from BBS. And then... um. Sora freezes him with the keyblade to like remove like shoots him with the keyblade. Shoots Terranort with the keyblade and then he kind of like it's like it's like the animation of like when you're dead. Right. Right, he kind of bends the guardian bends backwards and there's that hole where his heart is and it's the heart comes out and goes into Terranort and, and then the, the guardian kind of dissolves. Right. They only show up for a quick second. And then Terra's back. Right. So I don't know if uh, I don't know if Mel's right. I don't know. So what from what I it seems like okay, so Mel said that like Xehanort still had like possession over his heart. Right. So it's like Xehanort puts the heart inside the Guardian because when when SOD and Xemnas both die, it's supposed to make Ter- Terranor right. again, but instead he puts his heart into the, the Guardian. Past Terranort's heart into the Guardian. So Terranor, like, I'm presuming right when he became Terranor, he took the heart from the past and put it in there. Yeah. So his own heart. Right. But, like, also taking the present Terra's heart and putting it in the Guardian. Right. No. That... In the Guardian, not in, Ter- not in Terranor. Right. Terranor, there, there's there's Terranor's heart or whatever in... Well, Terranor... In Terra's Terra, Terra keeps trying to fight into his own body. Yeah. And when he can't, I'm presuming he just is, is in, in the, the guardian. guardian. Yeah, right. It, it, everything would lead you to believe, though. Looking at it, everything would lead you to believe that he's just the guardian, right? Right. The right. only exception is this thing that Nomura to, said. Yeah, it seems more like like the the guardian's like a prison for him. Right. And then like when he like takes control for a little bit, he fought back into his body, but right. then gets sent back to like his and then lingering heart will. Is like his just his his pure strength. <laughs> it's his will that's lingering because it's not his body because Terranor has the body, right? But so his heart's not in there though, right? 
but his heart's not in there either. It's just just his, his fucking pure hatred. <laughs> it, I, my, my guess is that similar to the way Beast was able to just go to Hollow Bastion without a vessel, right? Just based on pure will and pure strength. Yeah, if you will, it's very interesting. So Terra is most OP confirmed. Terra, Terra. I mean, they've never painted Terra as weak. Nah, he's always I been mean, strong. There's a reason Zaynort wanted his vessel. His, ooh, his it's a new sexy vessel. Yes. Like he wasn't going after Ventus or Aqua or nah. Mickey. Certainly not Mickey. <laughs> he wants to be a fucking rat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, Terra's always been kind of painted as. He was he was strong enough to be a Keyblade Master, but they sensed the darkness in his heart. Yeah, but they were like, no. <laughs> they were just like, no. Nope. I will not pass you. No. You're not passed. I'm stupid enough to trust Xehanort, but your darkness in your heart, <laughs> that's going to cause some problems. <laughs> you know, like, come on. Yeah. Come on, Ericus. A little scuffed. Ericus is a dingus. He is. Dude, I don't care. He's but then he comes back and goes... Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, Let's come, go. Come back to heaven with me. It's cool. <laughs> I talked to the guys up there. They're totally cool that I can get you in. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, thank you to Mel, Secret Reports, for uh we didn't even we didn't even ask this time. And she she just answers the call, as always. She's just the uh, homie. Check check out her YouTube channel, The Secret Reports. For more for more awesome lore. She's doing a series straight on facts. Dream Drop Distance called Dream Drop Discuss, and it's awesome. Um, she does a lot of other things too, so check her out. Um, besides, be like one of the coolest members of our Discord for sure. I feel like it's like this is the Ali G show, and we're both Ali G, and we're stupid as fuck. And Mel's like the actual like scientist on the show. Wait, why are we Ali G, bro? Because we're like we're just saying shit <laughs> like half the time. Yeah, that's true. We kind of just like uh, sometimes like we try and like have a one thought. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. You're saying this, but, and you're right. But here's, <laughs> exactly. Here's, here's how I see it, right? <laughs> we, similar to Terra, just go off our pure love mm. for Kingdom Hearts. Okay. And we make it work anyway. Or That's similar true. to the Beast. Mm. We might not be the most skilled or the most refined or the most intelligent. Or smart. But it's our pure will and our pure strength. That, that caused our through. podcast to be the number 71st podcast <laughs> on, on the for United States video game charts for one day. One day. That means we beat out some legit podcasts. I will come back to this land and be the 71st podcast. <laughs> that means we beat out some legit podcasts, like some actual like there's probably like some IGN podcast that's like specifically about like Destiny or something that we beat out or something like that. Dude, Destiny's fucking good. I'm just saying there's probably something we beat out right. that day. That day. You know what? We might not be the best, but that day we were better than anybody except the other 70 podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the thousands and thousands, <laughs> only 70 could beat us. I wish we would have made 69th. That would have been That would have been fire. Nice. Anyway, uh, Mel also confesses that um, she doesn't remember which one of us is which. So I and, and this is not the first time this has yeah, happened. I think we so need to clear this I'm up. I'm clearing the air right now. I'm Spike. No, god damn it. <laughs> I am Michael, also known as Spike Getty, also known as Spike, also known as the older one, also known as the one who does 99% of the work on this channel. True. True. 
I meant that to be like a joke, but you were it's like, yeah, I, I can't deny it. I, <laughs> it's actually I don't true. do shit. I just show up in my pajamas exactly. and talk about Kingdom Hearts. Dude, um, it's the dream. And then you are. I am Jason, Jace, JK. That's it. And then the man with the sexiest feet. Yeah. If I'm the one was, who all of you have a fucking fetish for my yeah, feet if for. If there was like a podcast awards. And I can do the which I'm sure there is sometimes. But if there was a podcast awards that we were invited to, Jason would win every year for Sexiest Feet. Mm. Sexiest Feet on a podcast. The, <laughs> the nominees are Jason from the Answer and <laughs> Report podcast. And that's it. We have nobody else. <laughs> There might be some sexy feet out there. I don't mm. know. I, I'm not. I'm not really into feet. So, um, but yeah. So hopefully that clears it up. Uh, if you weren't sure which one of us is which, and that means also on Discord, I am Meteor Spike Getty. Yes. And he is Meteor, as in like a rowing oar. Like JK. a oar that's like a fucking like lamb chop. And those names might change, but uh, for now that's what they are, and um, so you can you can go onto Discord and figure that out. Yes. Okay. So now, uh, Jason, before we take a break, we have one more segment. And uh, back by popular demand, and I by popular, I mean basically Master Vodka asked, uh, for me to talk about manga again. I kind of stopped reading the manga. Let me, can I tell you why I stopped reading the manga? This is a little bit... Hit me with it. A little bit inside baseball here. But we did that um, poll, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We did the poll, and I asked, one of the questions was, what's your favorite segment on the Answer and Report podcast? And I listed uh, JK's Union Cross 5 Minutes, RIP, uh, <laughs> Vodka's Audible ads, Blue Kingdom's Answer and Report Report, um, Spaghetti's Manga, Spaghetti's YouTuber rants. <laughs> and let me tell you, of all those, the manga did not receive one vote. <laughs> And I was like, well, maybe people don't like the manga as much. I, but I did ask what your favorite one was, not yeah. what you value. So I was like, well, I'll I'll take it away for a minute, and we'll see if anybody asks about it. And now one person asked for it, and, you know, we're narcissists and psychopaths. So if one person asks us to do something, we're going to do it. Hell yeah. So I finished the Kingdom Hearts 1 book, the whole series today. Wow. I did some reading, and uh, we started where we left. If you remember who last left off... We had just gotten to Peter Pan's ship. Mm. And by Peter Pan's ship, I mean Captain Hook's. And so the Peter Pan storyline kind of plays out exactly how it does in the game. Okay. Uh, You know, Riku, you get shown Kairi. Sora goes, you're stupid, Riku. And then he leaves with Kairi and leaves, like, the clone. There's no, like, part where, like, Captain Hook's going to, like, off himself. And he's like, don't stop me, Smee. No, it's not like in Hook. I wish don't it was. stop me, Smee. That's, that's a really good I was going to say it's my favorite part of the movie. It's not true, but that's a good part it's of the movie. It's a good part. Don't stop me, Don't Smee. you dare try to stop me. Smee, stop me. Stop me right now. Smee, Please stop me. Stop what me. the fuck are you doing? Please stop me. <laughs> uh, I love that. Um, so the only thing that's a little different is at the end, they find all this treasure in Captain Hook's ship, and the Lost Boys show up. Mm. And Donald and Goofy are fighting with the Lost Boys over the treasure. <laughs> uh, and they, they Peter Pan takes the whole ship to the clock tower. So oh. this is happening outside the clock tower. There's just a fucking ship in the British night sky, apparently. And um, Yikes. Sora and Wendy have a nice talk about Kyrie and how he's going to find Kyrie no matter what. Mm. And uh, Donald and Goofy find an Ansem report and a gummy piece in the treasure. 
Yeah, so good thing they did that, right? Right. So then um, the, 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 the manga gets a little different from here because they go to Hollow Bastion. But I don't know if you remember how Kingdom Hearts... I, I just recently played this part of Kingdom Hearts 1, so I, it's fresh in my memory. But you go to Hollow Bastion, defeat Riku, run away after Sora becomes a Heartless and commits Sudoku. Right. Go back to Hollow Bastion, and then you need to get a new gummy chip installed, fly back, and work your way up until where the Princesses of Hearts are, and then you fight the Behemoth. Do you remember this? And, and you yeah. seal the keyhole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a little different how they do it. First of all, the whole it, it pretty much plays out similarly with Beast and Riku. Riku gets Keyblade. Donald and Goofy join Riku. They have a small little like character scene where Donald, Donald and Goofy are like, "Hey, can you wait up?" And Riku goes, "I don't really care about you. I, you were told to follow me, so you need to keep up," kind of thing. Mm. And it's like, oh well, that's fun. You know, it would have been nice to see that in the game. And then. Um, you know, same thing happens. Goofy defends you. Uh, Donald ch- comes over. You beat up Riku. You do not fight Maleficent at all. Huh. It shows Riku becoming Ansem, like with the uh, the Darkling clothes on. Yeah. And then he stabs Maleficent in the heart, and then she disappears. And you don't fight her at all. Huh. And then you fight Riku. He turns into Ansem. I don't, you don't even really fight Riku. It's kind of like... It's all it's all smushed together. It seems like they were like, yeah, we don't want to make another book out of this, so we got to smush this together. Right. Sora commits Sudoku. Kyrie's alive. They run down. She finds him as a heartless, and she says this weird line of, "She goes, that's Sora. I know it." And Donald's like, "How can you be sure?" And she goes, "I just can feel it. And look, his calves are the same. His calves? Yeah, like his calves. Like part of his leg." apparently is the same as the it's very weird i was just like uh okay so then she hugs him his calves are misshapen right she hugs him he becomes sore again and then they don't leave they go right back upstairs where the princess of heart are trying to do what they can to seal the keyhole mm. you go in to fight the behemoth and sid just annihilates it with one of his guns he just shows up and just <laughs> blows it up blows up the chonky behemoth so <laughs> then you're like what and then they do the whole thing like oh, we, we may be we might forget each other but we'll ne- we might not see each other but we'll always be friends forever or whatever right, leon right. says yeah, yeah. whatever the fuck he says um then you go to the end of the world and you don't fight uh Chernobog brog or whatever he's called there's none of that Chernobyl. business you don't fight Chernobyl. You go literally right. Like they do this thing where they peek into like the portals and they're like, oh, wow, it's uh wonderland. And it's, it's <laughs> you know, these other places, all these worlds are held captive, mm. which doesn't make any sense considering you unlocked them or you, you locked, locked them, them and saved them. So that makes no sense. But then you end up at Destiny Island. Ansem gives his speech, his mm. Billy Zanish speech. You fight him. He turns immediately into a ship. You immediately... They, they 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 don't show any fighting basically, but then they just go right to Sora opening the door. I know that Kingdom Hearts is light, and he's like so warm, right? Yeah, yeah. And you're like okay, and then it's like it's just so jumbled together. It was so weird to me mm. how this like large part of the game was just. It's like you're just kind of like in in a dream. It was like every yeah, it was like every every page was like okay, now it's this, now it's this, now it's this, and it was very quick. Um, 
and they show the worlds going together and Kyrie saying, you know, I won't forget you, so I know you will, all that. Little did you know, like, your pages oh, are sticking together. that's the thing. Mickey and Riku <laughs> show up to close the door. Mickey has a fucking shirt on, dude. Oh, no. Oh, Mickey's got no. a shirt. They barely show him, but, like, you can oh, see in the shadow he's got, like, no. buckles and zippers and shit. No. They put a shirt on the man. They're trying to retcon history. Again. They put a shirt on him. So... That happens. They're like, this is too hot for being on it's paper. Too hot. It's too hot for being on paper. <laughs> we gotta put a shirt on this. And man. then it ends with Pluto having the envelope in his mouth. Okay. And oh, we gotta. It has the king's emblem on it. We gotta chase him. And then Pluto leads them to class Oblivion for some reason. Um, then there's like two bonus chapters. There's a Winnie oh. the Pooh bonus chapter because apparently they forgot to write that in at some point in the story. Right. So you. Basically, it shows Sora saving all the various Winnie the Pooh characters by doing various minigames. At one point, he almost drowns in honey, but Pooh eats them to safety, <laughs> nice. um, which is great. And then it ends with like Sora coming out of the book, and he's like, oh, you can visit us anytime, Sora. You know. Yeah. And then there's another chapter, extra chapter called the Final Mix Chapter, Unknown, mm. where you fight, presumably Xemnas. Right. And he says the quotes he does, and then he leaves. And then it shows like... The last scene of like deep dive. Oh. And it shows like presumably Roxas again with the two keyblades and it yeah. says, Where's Sora? And that's how it ends. And it says, We'll continue in Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories and Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm. And I was like, Okay. I again, this all felt very smushed together. I, I, I don't then there was nothing like the beginning of the book I was like getting kinda into because it was like they were like fleshing things out more and it was like funny and they yeah. like added things that were like funny. The closest thing I got to that was the calves thing in this part of the book. Yeah. And I was really excited. Not to only like, like, was there not the extra things, but they were cutting stuff out. Right. I, I was looking forward to this part of the story too. Cause this is like the lore part of the story. Right. This is the, and it, it was kind of just, it was mm, kind of mumbled to me and, and jumbled. And I was like, Oh, bummer, but that's okay. I have the chain of memories book in full. Hmm. I'm going to start reading that next, and we'll talk about that hopefully next week. We'll see. But, yeah, that, that's all. That's what I really got from it. It was just kind of kind of jumbled up. Mm. Kind of. And I know it's it can't. Like, it's not like they're like, oh, go collect all the pages to get Winnie the Pooh, right? Or, like, oh, yeah, no. like they're not going to do things. It's not a video game. It's a book. But it just felt like there was, like, they did a whole chapter about, like, one Ansem report that they read. You know what I mean? That's weird. And it was like, oh, cool. This is cool how they're kind of expanding this lore and including the Ansem report in the main story where it wasn't really a huge part of it in the game. Yeah, and then you it could just the seemed like reading one. It seemed like they just kind of smushed it all together at the end. I have heard that the Kingdom Hearts 2 manga is very good, so uh, I'm excited for that, and I'm excited for Chain of Memories, so we'll, we'll get into that next week. Mm. Um, but mm. now, Jason, with that being said... Kingdom Hearts, you didn't cross five minutes. Just no, oh, dude, don't tease people. Just kidding. Y'all thought I had that downloaded on my phone. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> what a troll move. Okay, no Austin Powers laughing, please. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We have a special... Um, Ad, audible ad. I couldn't think of what I wanted to say there. My <laughs> mind my mind blanked. But we have a special audible ad from one of my favorite Disney characters. And in my opinion, 
the hottest Disney character. Oh, oh my god. Meg from Hercules. And she she uh <laughs> there's another <laughs> I forgot about that ad. <laughs> Because we listened to both the ads. Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought you were talking about the other oh, one. Oh, you thought Minnie Mouse? I was, I was like, yikes. So, to explain me saying, uh, Vodka sent us two ads, and we had to pick between them when we listened to them, and I, I wanted to start with this one, but he thought I meant <laughs> the Minnie Mouse one, which will be next week. <laughs> the, this week, we, we have, we have uh, Meg. <laughs> not Minnie Mouse is not. I was like, yikes, dude. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not here to cuck Mickey. That's not my intention. Anyway, enjoy the ad, and we'll be right back. Look, I don't know if you've noticed, but we're kind of in the middle of something here. Phil changed Wonderboy's Audible.com password and won't give him the new one unless he defeats the Hydra. And Sora doesn't seem to be helping one bit. No, I know what you're thinking. Why doesn't Herc just pick up a book and actually read it? Well, turns out that's his one weakness. And that's right. Wonderboy can't actually read. He's completely illiterate. It's all Greek to him. That's why I got him an Audible.com subscription. So he can enjoy countless titles read by some spectacular voice talent without actually having to read. Maybe one of those myths will teach him how to be a real hero. And look, just because we're friends, I'm going to let you in on a real secret. Wonderboy's Audible.com subscription is actually just a free 30-day trial I got by going to audible.com forward slash report. He could just get another one by signing up himself, but... Where would the fun in that be? Well, go on. Get out of here. And thanks for stopping by, boys. It's been a real slice. Go to audible.com. <laughs> Go to audible.com. <laughs> anyway, we are back. Thank you, Master Vodka, for that amazing Audible ad from Meg. Jason, funny, original. Funny, original content. Mm. She's just what? killing it. She's killing it. Oh, we appreciate her heavily. Um, now we got, Jason, a little special thing here, the question of the month. Ooh. So to remind people how this works. You forgot about the jingle. The question of the, the one, the, the special one that you made. Just for, just oh, for the shit. How did it go? <laughs> <laughs> question of the month. Oh, my God. He did it. With, it's because it's fucking. of the month. <laughs> no, that's bullshit. Cause that, what? It's I remember it. That's, that's the fucking Beatles. <laughs> What it's what? It's fucking Oh, it's the long and winding road. I didn't even realize that. I didn't even realize that. I did that. Question of the month. Question of the month. It always brings me here. The question of the month. Anyway, so how this works, because normally we do a question of the week. Well, we're doing a question of the month to facilitate the giveaway for the Marluxia statue provided by Blue Kingdom Customs. To remind you guys, all you have to do is go on Discord, go on the question of the month, tell us what your or what thing you would add to the next Kingdom Hearts game. It could be anything. And you have to do that by the end of the month. And you will be nominated. We wanted to read through some of the answers right now because they're pretty good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
First, we have Shaggy underscore Pac-Man, mm-hmm. the boy. What I would like to see in the next Kingdom Hearts game is simple, but I want to see Max Goof show up. Ooh. My headcanon for why he's in that Disney castle is that he's an ace gummy ship pilot. Oh, okay. And his entrance in the next game could be something as simple as helping Sora Donald Goofy out in a pinch. And PJ could be the Chewbacca to Max's Han Solo, because why not? Dude, I want that, but I also want it to be more like a... Uh, we have, like, a massive gummy ship that ha- we send, like, smaller gummy ships out. Oh, so you want, like, a, a... But I want him to be the one in the massive gummy ship. Oh, you want him to to drive the freighter? Yeah, I want him to drive it, but then he makes the ultimate sacrifice and goes out in a small fighter. Oh, my God. And takes them all out with him! <laughs> Like wow. fucking Independence I, Day. I wonder whatever. how they would like um, if they did did do this idea. You know, PJ is Pete's son. Yeah, you got to reconcile that business there. That's true. And that also, true. That's true. Did Pete, where's my Pete fight? Did Pete leave his wife and son to hang out with Maleficent? Because mm. Pete's wife is thick as fuck. <laughs> what are you he's, thinking, he's Pete? He's making a mistake. What are you thinking, Pete? Your wife is smexy. Mm. I don't know what that meant, but I, <laughs> I felt it. Um, yeah, they, they kind of did with the Goof Troop show. They kind of did the trope of slobby husband with like super attractive wife. Yeah, thing, you know. Yeah, but it was a kids show, so that's kind of weird. Anyway, I love that idea, Shaggy Pac Man. Thank you, Co Kagero, Sean of Co Sean of the Jason Union is what Co's <laughs> name is now. <laughs> Next cage game, I want to fight Nightmare Cheerthy, and I want him to be as much of a bastard to fight as he in as he is in Union Cross. Give me worse, boy. Damn. Damn. Apparently, Nightmare Cheerthy is tough in Union Cross. Mm. Mm. We didn't get that far. Sean Dubuino says, "What do I want in the next cage game? Xehanor and Ericus as kids and Scala and Kylum. But Nomura already said he's not doing that. So realistically, I would like to see multiple." Multiple player characters. I have a feeling the next game is going to be Riku and Sora wherever they ended up in the secret ending. So I hope that's either one big story with both of them and you can switch while you're playing on the fly. Bonus points if it's co-op and the other character can be controlled by another person. No way. Or it's two separate stories like DDD and you get to play through both of them. Mm. I like that. A uh, shout out to Paul Miller who just subscribed to our YouTube channel. Just popped up some. Shout out oh. to Paul Miller. You know? I don't Shut know why you subscribed. You probably don't even listen to the podcast. You probably really like our Mass Effect playthrough. Oh, yeah. Jip214 says, my answer is very simple. Also, he's part of Mike's Union. I want to point that out because mm. he's smart. My answer is very simple. I want Sora at some point to fall over and Jiminy Cricket to get squished and die. <laughs> but Sora and everyone doesn't even realize he's dead until like four worlds later. <laughs> he's been smushed on your ass this whole time. <laughs> In case you couldn't tell that was a joke, what I really want is a racing world, whether it's Cars or Sugar Rush from Wreck-It Ralph. I want mm. a world just dedicated to racing. It could kind of be like Atlantica in Cage 2, where it really doesn't serve any purpose other than some of the fun they threw in. I can get behind that. Word. Meteor Phoenix says, reasonable answer. I want more Final Fantasy Party characters, playable if possible. Specifically, I want the Radiant Garden Trio plus Cloud to have a greater role in the story. Maybe Kyrie goes back to her homeworld to train. The mash of Disney and Square is what sold me on the premise, and I feel like they're letting the Final Fantasy side down. Unreasonable answer. I want the world of Star Ocean 3 as a playable data world. If you play the game, you know why. Technically possible since it's owned by Square Enix, but incredibly unlikely for so many reasons. Nomura's, Nomura's little girl says, 
<laughs> my answer would be more Wonderland and Agrabah because they are really beloved worlds in our mind, and we didn't really get enough already get enough of them. <laughs> oh, she was kidding. Okay, but in all seriousness, Sterlatia needs to be revived, nominated to become more important, so I can prove my really irritating friend very wrong, and they can stop slandering my daughter when it happens. A Ratatouille world, and please, for the love of God, a proper Twilight Town. True, true. Sean says, I want the building area for gummy ships to be bigger. Does he mean like you can build bigger gummy ships or just like yeah. the area you go in is bigger? No, I think he means like the the ship you have is bigger. Uh, gummy ship frigates and, and yeah. freighters? Yeah. Like you were saying? Yeah, and, it, and it's kind of like Star Wars, the Clone Wars TV show where there's tons of fights. Star Wars, the Clone Wars? Yes. Tyler Tyler Rims says, The one thing I want in Cage 4 are playable characters that aren't Riku that get the same customization range as Sora. Items, abilities, stats, keyblades, transformations. I want to explore full worlds with characters like Axel or Kyrie or Roxas or Mickey or Shion. An example is that I'd really like to play a few full worlds as Axel. Give him his post-Cage 3 outfit, because I need more of that look, or even something closer designed to his BBS look if they need something more colorful. Give him a keyblade, maybe Bond of Flame, some more original fire-based keyblades, and toss in some classic keyblades. Have a Chakram transformation that gives him his own moveset, and its finisher is what he usually does for a DM. Oh my gosh, he went in real detail here. Give him a full command menu with magic and items and links. He has a lot of fire-based skills. Not to say he wouldn't learn some other elements, but fire would be his best one. Magics and skills look like fire, Fyra, Fiagra, Fyazra, Fyazra, Fire Raid, Raging Storm, Mega Flare, Fiagra Burst, Fire Dash, Slash Surge, Slash Strike, Triple Fiagra, Crawling Fire, Fish and Fiagra, Fire Buster, Heat Sweep, Flamethrow, Meteor Crash, Flame Windmill, and Icebreaker. He's got a lot of abilities yeah. for Axel. I'd, I'd play an Axel game. Oh, yeah. I don't think it needs to be like KH4 you can play as Axel. I think you just give Axel his game. Right. You know? It'd definitely be a way to play. Let Axel a character whose fuck. style is heavily tipped towards one element, and you could do that with someone like Kyrie or Mickey, too. Also, also the costume accessory stuff from 0.2. Let me put cute shit on my characters. It's sad that that wasn't included in Kingdom Hearts. Eh, I didn't really use it. I didn't like it. See, what I'm thinking, though, is it's more robust, and you can decorate uh, Donald and Goofy, too. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be into that? I don't know. I kind of like how they look, how they... To me, it's like they're supposed to look like how they look. You know what I mean? Right, but I just want to put, like, dog ears on Donald Duck. No. And duck ears on I don't Goofy. Like it. What do duck ears look like? They're covered in feathers. Yes. I want to remove Goofy's nose. Oh, my God. Wildcat Diana says... Nomura confirmed that there will be at least one side game before KH4, so here's my take on what I'd want for the next installment. I would like it to be a game that follows both the Sea Salt trio and the Wayfinder trio. Roxas and Ventus would be playable main characters, and the two of them could actually bond over the fact they both shared hearts with Sora and how worried they are with his disappearance. For Roxas, I would give him the opportunity to help Axel and Isa find Subject X, which would reunite him with Ansem the Wise, that owes him an apology for his treatment in KH2, and connect that part of Skuld's story. As for Ventus, it would be a way to give us flashbacks to Union Cross as he recovers his memories of being a Union leader, re-encounter Hercules, and show how Disney characters react to Sora being in peril. Let's face it, the Master Masters is not going to take Sora in for tea when they meet in Shibuya. Vanitas might return as a boss fight, as a piece, as a piece Ven needs to recover his memories, and we would get the missing ache 
Ben's Union Union Cross Keyblade after that boss. Sometimes it's really hard to read things that involve Kingdom Hearts because there's just so many words that aren't like normal. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's an X in front of me, and I'm like, wait, is that key or cross or X? <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> and because the prize is a Mar- big Marluxia statue, the two stories could culminate in a big fight against the foretellers. Both trios, Riku, Kyrie, and Mickey, would fight, and in a moment, and in a moment, Ven is in danger. They would be helped by Lorium, Alrena, and Luxord. Ludor, Dorol, Ordrol. Let's try to figure out Luxord's name. Right. Not only reuniting Lorium's character with former enemies from Organization 13 time, but since Lorium and Ventus are probably going to be the first Dandelion re- leader reunion, it can give us first of many heartwarming moments with the Union Cross characters. And then Wildcat Diana says, I'm sorry my answer is so long. There's nothing wrong with a long answer. We love We love long, long answers. answers. Feels for Anna. I think in KH4, I want to be able to change party members to other KH original characters as the story allows. I like Donald Goofy, but it'd be cool to get to play with other combination characters you don't normally see. And a good Marluxia Lorium arc where he interacts with Ven and helps with his memories, but I don't know if that's possible. And I want to see good boy Gula do something of importance. Hmm. So that's all we got for the question of the month. So basically what everyone wants is a Final Fantasy game where along the way you meet the other Keyblade wielders and then you can put them in your party, like mix-match Yeah, I think that'd be cool. I I still think it's a little... I just it's wanna... not weird, but like... Like in Kingdom Hearts 1, it's very striking when you like... I know like their stats carry over, like Aladdin and Tarzan are intrinsically the same besides like their abilities. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's like, it sucks that like if I wanted to bring Aladdin with me... Yeah, you can't. I can't, you know? Nope. And the reason they, like, the story reason is, oh, you'll mess the world order. But it's like, let me, let me, let me bring Aladdin right. to fucking Atlantica and he'll get some fucking mermaid fins and we'll be all sorts of fucked up then, you know? <laughs> I'd, I'd be into that. Let me bring. All uh, the ladies love him. Let me bring Buzz and Woody to a real world. And they'll be like, what the fuck? Because they'll be giant compared to what they normally are. Right. Or bring, like, Rapunzel and Flynn to Mm. Toy Story World. Hmm. Okay. Let me bring Snowball, or what's his? Marshmallow. Marshmallow. I always call him Snowball. Marshmallow to, like, a fucking water world, and he melts. Oh. And he dies. You bastard. (laughs) Sorry. Or Jack Sparrow. Let me just bring Jack Sparrow anywhere. (laughs) He'll just be like, it's me, Jack Sparrow. That's what he said. And it, it would be like in Mass Effect, where like a scene would happen, and then he'd give his input like, right. right after. I actually, you, it's funny you said that because I've been watching. I haven't started playing yet, but I've watched some people play Outer Worlds, mm. and they do a really good job of like you bring party members and you're talking to like a NPC about something, and then they chime in with their like it camera points to them, and they're like, "Oh, I don't think that's a good idea what you're doing," yeah. or you know, like stuff like that, and that's really cool. Yeah, I'd love that in Kingdom Hearts. I want Buzz Lightyear. I want my party of Buzz Lightyear and Mulan <laughs> to tell me what the fuck I'm doing wrong. Dude, yeah, let me bring Mulan everywhere. Right. With Mushu. Let me bring Ariel to a world where there's no water, and then she just flops on the ground. No, but like in, in Little Mermaid 2, she's a human. I'm sorry, Little Mermaid 2? You've never seen Little Mermaid 2? Why would I have seen Little Mermaid too? She she she's like she's like the queen because she's married. But and I thought, they have a kid. But, but then, then their kid gets in the water and then like turns into a mermaid. Just like the first time the kid goes in the water, it turns into a mermaid. 
Like something happens, I don't remember. And then like Ursula's like sister or some shit like oh, tricks her. Ursula. Yeah. Some some shit like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I you know, maybe when Disney Plus comes out, which is pretty quick here, I'll uh, check out But instead Little of being too. extremely thick like Ursula, she's like really skinny. Well, see, Ursula though is like a drag queen. Mm. Like Ursula is based off drag queens. Mm. I'm pretty sure the voice of Ursula is a drag queen. Oh. I could be wrong like about the that. voice that, thing. That gives that gives layers. I, yeah, that that was like a thing. Like layers uh, to the. And it's not like a to be offensive or anything. It's just like that's what Ursula is based off. Like a, I mean, her makeup is like drag queen makeup. That's true. You know, that's true. Um, they wouldn't come out and say that. I think back in 1989 or whenever that movie came out. But that's what it was. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Interesting stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I've never been uh, sexually attracted to Ursula. Hmm. For that reason, and because she's a squid monster. Um, but this skinny Ex- Ursula you're talking except about. Except for when we read that fanfic in our playthrough. Yeah, I wanted to be Prince Eric in that fanfic. of memories. Yeah, holy shit. Anyway, next week's question of the week. I'm having a hard time quantifying how what I'm describing here. But basically, I just want you guys to talk about a game or a game series you like that you kind of equate to Kingdom Hearts. It's got the same energy. It's got the same energy or there's something about it. I don't I guess I'll give my example. I recently played a game called Sayonara Wild Hearts. Do you know where I'm going with this? No. So the game's called Sayonara Wild Hearts. It's for the Switch. It's a rhythm game. Um and it's not like Kingdom Hearts in any way other than the word hearts, right? They're both in the title. Oh yeah. Uh, but it uh, it uh I think the th- a lot of the themes they talk about in that game, not talk about but like portray are very similar to themes in Kingdom Hearts mm. about how how powerful the heart is and things like that. Mm. And so it made me think of that slightly while playing it. Okay. So I guess if there's a game or game series that makes you think about Kingdom Hearts when you play it, mm. or at one point did, or you equate the two, or and you can answer Final Fantasy eight or seven or whatever if that's what you're answered. But I just want you I want you guys to talk about a game series that that you're into. That's right. not Kingdom Hearts, I guess. That like gives you that same feeling, right? As Kingdom Hearts, right? If that's possible. If it doesn't, then you know, just talk about. If you just want to talk about Bloodborne, <coughs> the box, just talk about Bloodborne. That's fine. <laughs> just, just answer the. I just want a game series that you're passionate about. I guess. Yeah. And if it ties into Kingdom Hearts, that's great too. If it doesn't, it doesn't. That's fine. So that's the question of the week for next week. Mm. And then the reminder, the question of the month is still going on all month long. So if you haven't answered that yet and you'd like to win the Marluxia statue, or if you don't want to win the Marluxia statue, if you just want to tell us one thing you want in the next Kingdom Hearts game, do it up. Right. Question of the month. Right. But this week, the question of the week will go on the question of the week, and you guys get where I'm going with this. Anyway. Dude, we didn't answer the question of the month. Oh. Okay. I have mine if you want me to go. Yeah, I have. Okay, here's the thing. I'm coming out with a video called 13 Things That I Want oh, in Kingdom okay, Hearts Okay, okay, so you shouldn't answer. And I don't want to spoil any of them, but I'll say one. I'll say one, but you go mm. first. Okay, so mine is pretty simple, and it's gameplay-wise. Bring the freaking drive forms back, dude. Okay. They're freaking dope. Bring back their stats, level ups, extra abilities. When you master that form... You get that ability as normal Sora. That shit's badass. Bring it back. Say it louder for the people in the back. Bring it back. Uh, <laughs> Amen, brother. This is a bit of a spoiler from my video. 
because this is one of the 13 things that I want to be in the next Kingdom Hearts game. But one one segment is I talk about how there aren't a lot of there's not a lot of representation from Disney's post Renaissance era, meaning the era after Lion King and Tarzan and Aladdin and Little Mermaid, which is known as the Renaissance era. The only representation we have from the post Renaissance era is Stitch and the Chicken Little Summon. Otherwise, there's like eight movies there that have no representation in Kingdom Hearts, and this includes uh, Emperor's New Groove. It includes Treasure Planet. It includes Atlantis. It includes Home on the Range. It includes... You mean Atlantica? Atlantica. Did I say... You said Atlantis. Oh, yeah. Atlantica. The... the, the, No, the... uh, What's the movie called where they go to... It's Atlantis. It's a movie, not Atlantica like Little Mermaid. Oh, I I, I mix it up. I mix it up. Yeah. I feel like Atlantis is the one in... Atlantica is the Little Mermaid place. Atlantis is the name of the movie. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I was right. Uh, It includes Home on the Range, Brother Bear, Joaquin Phoenix's best role. You can't convince me otherwise. Uh, So there's a lot of movies there that I think have some untapped potential. But it was like a not as successful time for Disney animation. So that's why Lilo and Stitch was like the runaway success during that time. That's true. Um, With, I think, Chicken and Little, a very far second. Or Emperor's New Groove did well, but that that movie had. I was actually reading about that movie the other day. It had a lot of like production, like issues. I, huh. Like it didn't. It was being developed for a long time before they, like, settled on it, and it just huh. had a lot of different issues. It's a good movie. It's a very good movie. I love Emperor's New Groove. Please let is, me fight. Which is that's my that's my pick. Like if I could pick one of those mm. movies to be in, it would be Emperor's New Groove. Hell yeah! So, anyway, moving on. So you get Secret Answer Report Two. Uh, it's obtained after meeting King Mickey in the Station Plaza early on in Kingdom Hearts 2. Dang. So uh, this kind of details the... Um, it kind of fills in the blanks of what we got from the Ansem reports in Kingdom Hearts 1. When he wrote it, he didn't know there would be blanks because he didn't know the story was going to be continuing. But however, it fills in like the how this kind of spiraled out of Ansem's control a little yeah. bit with his six apprentices, and namely Xehanort, the most foolish of his apprentices right so they talk about you know how he shouldn't have done any of that he's like it was a mistake i'm a fool mickey came and was like hey you know maybe uh uh-huh maybe you should uh maybe inspect that data a little bit i know uh, i know you said not to do it but uh you know what mama don't know won't hurt her. <laughs> right. You know. That's like what's implied pretty right. much. Right. He was like going to destroy all the evidence and Mickey was like, ha ha, just, uh, you know, you don't want to destroy it. Maybe just, uh. Just look at it once. Just look at it. Ha ha ha. Don't, uh, you know, uh, you can't get caught. Ha ha. So, uh, just do it anyway. Ha ha. boss around here, right? Yeah, right. Who's going to, ha ha. Who's going to yell you? I mean, I'm a king. Ha ha. So, uh, I do whatever the fuck yeah. I want. Huh. Minnie's at home running the kingdom, and, uh, huh. oh, I'm not, uh, I, I, uh, that's too much responsibility for me, so I'm gonna go, f- go fuck around. Ha <laughs> ha. I really like my keyblade. I'm gonna go hang out in the realm of darkness. Ha <laughs> ha. With a young boy named Riku. Ha <laughs> ha. So, anyway, uh, Mickey's kind of a dick, is what I'm getting at. Right. And, uh, yeah, there's not much else to this report other than just kind of detailing, you know, how this whole situation with the organization 13 came to be it's getting there right yenzo you know that was probably the first time 
Ienzo had already been a character called Zexion in Chain of Memories, but you didn't necessarily know his regular name was Ienzo, right? Right. So I think it was the first time they alluded to that kind of stuff. Um, pretty interesting stuff from the Ansem report, secret Ansem report report. Hmm. Um, but I don't think there's much else to say about it, unless you got something else to add, Jason. Um, not much to say about the report, but while we were talking, I was like, it would it would be cool if there was like some game where like we could like see when they're doing the experiments and shit, right? And I'm like, hmm, what type of game? And I'll go, <gasps> trauma center. <laughs> Wait, so you want? I want a trauma center type game. But they're fighting the darkness in the hearts, and then you lose your powers because the darkness takes over you. Wow. That's the end of the game. So you want tr- you want trauma center, but, but you, with the experiments oh on the boy. hearts. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> and I want all the weird anime tropes. Well, I was gonna say I think the series is anime enough as it is. I don't think you need to add trauma center. <laughs> the the the, the guilt real, strain. In the yeah, the guilt and the <laughs> the fucking. Romance. Who's gonna romance who? There's no females. You already oh, know. You mean, you mean members of the organization might be gay? <gasps> Original thought. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever thought of this before. Yeah, I, yeah, no way. Anyway, that's gonna do it for this episode. Uh, Jason, thank you so much for joining me as always. Thank you to everybody who's been uh, listening, and thank you for our members of our Discord and our YouTube subscribers. And you know, I'm just really thankful. Uh, next week will be episode number 43. Uh, I don't really have a preview of what's coming on that episode, except some more manga, yeah, and the question of the week, and more Ansem report, secret report reports. Oh yeah. All right, on the Ansem report. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, thank you guys again. For making us the 71st American video game podcast. Jason, hit him with it. May your heart be your guiding key. Thank you. I was trying to do the stitch thing. Yeah, I was trying to remember. Like I was getting, I was getting there. What? What's the thing he says? What does he say? Uh, I don't fucking Stitch Norris speaking English. It's like Stitch getting caught stealing or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what you've done? Oh, uh, Stitch Norris speaking English. <laughs>
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but he definitely knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. 